In life's journey, we must seek to reflect, learn, and grow. Welcome to the Road to Rediscovery with your host, Aubrey Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson, and I'm so thrilled to have you here with me. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on life lessons to learn and grow from them and to take it to the next level, reach out and help others who are struggling through dark times. You know, I am of the belief that what happens to us doesn't define who we are, but our mindset and how we respond to adversity, that's a big part of that definition. Now, I can't remember who exactly said this, uh, but I believe it could have been the late, great Muhammad Ali. And I'm just paraphrasing this. Uh, I believe he said something like, when people close their eyes to do things like pray, kiss, and meditate, it's because what they feel at that time is beyond anything that can be seen. When you have a friend or loved one who you know has had a very rough road of challenges, obstacles, and tragedies, but always wears a bright smile, welcoming you and everyone into their world, I believe what they're feeling is something that we can't see. To me, these are absolutely amazing people, for they choose to have this pleasant, positive outlook in spite of their despair. My next guest is just this person. He was diagnosed with cancer in 2016 and for the next two to three years had to endure chemotherapy, tumor removal surgeries, readmissions into multiple hospitals for extended periods of time, spinal infections, and a lot more. Yet he's remained steadfast and has reached a point of rediscovery with gratitude, with friends, with time, with the gift of life. He's on a mission to leave the world better than when he entered it. His blog and YouTube channel, The Positive Drip, chronicles his challenges and the insights learned from them. Get ready for a great conversation with Mr. Nelson Beltiar. Nelson, hey, how are you doing, man? Hey, AJ, how are you, man? It's a great day to be above ground, I tell you. <laughs> it, it sure is, man. It sure is. And, man, we are so thrilled to have you here for sure. So let's just go ahead and, and, and dig into it, right? Um, I want to know, first off, can you – I usually ask my, my, my guests uh, to share a little bit of background, where they're from, and, you know, how they came up and everything. But um, – for you, it's a bit different for me, man. I mean, you have been through an incredible journey, and I just want you to 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 just start off sharing with us, you know, the beginning, when the diagnosis happened, you know, what was your state of mind before it happened, before the diagnosis, okay, and then the immediate uh, the immediate internal response when you receive the diagnosis. Wow. Wow. Aubrey, you're, you're making me go back in time here, get really introspective. And well, <laughs> the first thing I want to say to you and your audience is chances are there's nothing new that's going to come out of my mouth today that you haven't heard, but maybe, maybe just Aubrey and I'll have this conversation that'll tickle your ears. That'll tickle your ears and it'll make this conversation memorable. 
Now, how was I before I got sick? Man, 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 man. That was like a lifetime ago. Mm -hmm. But to your audience, I just want to let you know that I am nothing but an imperfect soldier for Christ. Mm. And if I never say anything after that, I'm all good. Yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that bleeds red, just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm a guy that faces adversity like every other person on the planet. Right. But before that happened, I was enjoying a life, enjoying movement. I was a very active guy in sports, in the community. I just loved enjoying time. I loved people. I loved experiences. And then, you know, if I could ask your audience, if there's anyone out there that has ever, ever had life hand you something that you didn't expect, put a high five in the comment section. Awesome. And the truth is, I'm a guy that knows what it's like to climb that mountain of ambition and success, get to the top, enjoy the view for a while, mm -hmm. only to come crashing down, spiraling down, losing everything that I had ever worked for in a blink of an eye. Mm. Aubrey, so humbling, so, so humbling. You know, I was lucky enough to build a thriving physical therapy practice, a thriving one. We were doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I specialized in injury assessment, treatment, and rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget this. It was May 2016. We were celebrating on the second floor of my studio loft, celebrating. Like, we were clanging the champagne glasses, there you, you know, go. which were secretly filled with Diet Coke and ginger ale because <laughs> right. we were at work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we were celebrating, celebrating because we reached this monumental goal. But a week later, 168 hours after that moment of celebration, I was shockingly diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And I was forced to live into the hospital immediately for supervision, mm -hmm. evaluation, mm -hmm. and chemotherapy treatments. And... And to add salt to the wound, I even lost my ability to walk. Mm. And I became a prisoner of a wheelchair for the next three years. Oh, my. You know, my 2017 and 2018 were bumpy roads. Mm -hmm. We can get to that later on. But, but that's how my story kind of started. And I was shocked when I heard it. My doctor told me to come in. I'll never forget this. I was driving to work on a Friday morning. My cell phone rang at 9, 11 a.m., I picked it up. She said, are you driving? Mm. I said, yes. I need you to pull over mm. right now. Mm -hmm. okay. and, I, and I said, what's, what's going on? She said, I need you to pull over right now. So I pulled over. And she said, I need you to come and see me right now at the office. And mm. I told her, I have a full day of patience. She goes, no, I, I think you should cancel your appointments and you need to come and see me. So obviously, huh. mm. uh, obviously, you feel that pit in your stomach, like, what is this? Right. What is this? Right. So I start the car, turn it around, head back to her office. I get there. And the first thing she says is, come on in, have a seat. And I said, sure. I go, what's, what's up? And she goes, just have a seat. And I go, uh-oh. And then she sits me down and she goes, I've taken the liberty of setting you up an appointment with an oncologist and the biopsy. And I said, an oncologist? An oncologist? That's for cancer. Right. She says, yes, there's no easy way for me to say this. 
But based on the test that came in, perhaps, perhaps, and believe me, she says, I want to be wrong, but perhaps you might have cancer. Mm -hmm. And then we started the process mm -hmm. and we did all the tests. And yes, I did. I'll never forget that. My life wow. just flashed before my eyes when she told me. Mm -hmm. And then I just, I just slumped back out into the parking lot, sat in the car. Mm -hmm. And I was angry. I was angry. I said, why me? Right. God, right. you know what I do with my life. Mm -hmm. Why would you give this to me? Mm -hmm. That's a tough And man. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm -hmm. Tears come out of your eyes. Sure. You can't stop it. No, absolutely. You can't, you can't stop it. No. No. And then so I said, fine, if, if, if this is, if this is, if this is the cup that I've been dealt tomorrow, tomorrow, we start our battle. We start our uphill battle mm -hmm. and figure out a way to win. You see my grade three teacher, my grade three teacher, mm -hmm. I was a mischievous kid. You're not allowed to eat gum in class, but I got caught having gum in my class. Right. And she says, Mr. Beltajar, come to the front. Please spit that gum out and report to the <laughs> report to the office. Yeah. But before you go, I want you to know this. In life, there are only two roads. Either you find a way to crumble or you find a way to conquer. Mm. Which one's it going to be? Mm. And God rest her soul. My grade three teacher still rings in my ear today. Yeah. Today. And, and this is where we're at as far as 2016. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad, I'm glad I got through it. 2017, 2018 is another part of the story, which I'm sure we'll get to. Yep. But you know what? Here we are. I get to share a few minutes with you. And uh, it, it's great. Wow. Man, that's, uh, that's incredible. I mean, just I, I truly believe, Nelson, that you've painted a picture um, in the mind's eye of the listeners uh, taking them back visually to that time when you're driving and receive that phone call and having to pull over and going into the office and getting the news and and walking back out, going to your car. And um, I, I'm sure there was a, a complete barrage of emotions and feelings that just kind of cascaded and transitioned from one to another to another to another, from sadness to fear to anger and so forth. And um, that's an awful lot to take, you know, uh, yeah, that's an awful lot to take. I, I truly, truly, truly appreciate the transparency that you have, uh, that you have demonstrated in, in, in being vulnerable. And it, believe me, in my heart of hearts, I truly believe that there's strength and power in vulnerability. If it's intended for the help of others, you know, and, and to uplift others who are struggling, Man, so um, so before the diagnosis, like you said, running a successful physical therapy, you know, uh, office and popping bottles, popping, you know, uh, quote champagne <laughs> um, to celebrate successes um, and 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 loving life, loving people inherently, inherently, that that's that's who you are, right? Even before this. Uh, this this misfortune, right? I mean, I know a lot of people who say they were of one mindset, okay? Maybe 
they were just heads down work and never paid family attention or let's say they were mean or or you know rude to other people and all they cared about was their own possessions and their own personal gain and then an event like this happens and they transform and become this very pleasant, joyful, grateful, humble person. But this sounds like who you were inherently and who you are inherently before the event. Would that be accurate? Aubrey, you're, you're, you're too kind, but um, I, I can't take credit for how I am. I did not get here all by myself. Mm-hmm. I am a product of every single friendship, interaction, acquaintanceship, good or bad, mm-hmm. that I've ever had. And they've helped me get to where I am today. But I must, I must, I must say that I am a product of my mother who just loves people. Yes. And my late father, Mr. Gregorio Beltajar, that's his picture over my shoulder. Yes. He just passed away before Christmas, 2020. Mm. I'm a product of my mother who loves people and the product of that union with my dad who was a hard worker, mm-hmm. a smart worker, a resilient man, a man who weathered every single storm that life threw at him, mm-hmm. never once making an excuse, mm-hmm. blaming anybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or, or feeling down. Yeah. I would always watch him whenever, whenever there were struggles. He would calmly just sit in the kitchen, yeah. quietly, mm-hmm. looking like he's doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Then I'd say, what are you doing, Dad? So I'm going through my mind the results that I'd, I'd like to have, yeah. that I'd like to chase next. Yeah. And the reason why I'm sitting here quiet is I'm making sure that I don't make myself busy with anything that'll keep me from getting the result that I'm trying to figure out in my head. Mm. And, and I remember all of this stuff now, now that he's gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I honestly, honestly believe myself and my sister we are, we are blessed for the parents that we had and we are a product of their union. And you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I love life. I love people. I love, I love being silly. I love joking around. Right. I love letting people know I love them. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and like you said, a product of your mother and father's union, uh, which by the way, um, I, I'm truly sorry for the loss of your, of your father a few months back. Uh, truly, truly, uh, hope and pray for strength, knowing he's at peace, at rest, and no longer in pain, if there was any pain. Um, but your parents, they not only provided um, a very pleasant environment and a very, you know, um, uh, workable environment, a functional environment for you and your sister, but they also were the example, right? It sounds like they were the example uh, uh, and, and was a great example of how to navigate through life, you know, how to interact with people, how to, uh, how to respond when you're faced with a problem, you know, and those sorts of things. Would that be accurate? A- absolutely. Okay. My mom was my biggest fan, my biggest supporter. Mm. In 2017, when I was sick, going yes. through all those tumor removal surgeries, yes. the hospital discharges, the 911 calls, the yes. in-home faintings, she was there right by my side mm. the whole time. The, the whole time. She'd come to the hospital at 7 a.m. Yeah. She'd leave at 7 p.m. Yeah. All week. All, all week. Mm. And during my 2018 battle of mm-hmm. 
my project, my physical, my own physical rehabilitation was I had to learn how to walk again. Right. I had to learn how to walk again. I wanted to graduate from that, that, that imprisoning wheelchair of three years into yeah. a walker to two canes mm. and eventually one cane and eventually no canes. Right. And my dream was to walk alongside my friends and family again. But, but Aubrey, that stuff, as difficult as it may say, it mm. may sound, mm-hmm. that was the easy part of my cancer journey. You're not going to believe this. Yeah. But when I was living in five different hospitals, <laughs> my very first cancer doctor, my very first cancer doctor, let's call him Dr. K. Okay. Dr. K gave up on me, told my family that there was nothing him or the hospital could do for me and that I was terminal and that he was going to transfer me to the palliative care unit to ensure that I would be comfortable and pain-free in my remaining days you're kidding no and when i heard that when i heard that i was so weak i couldn't even formulate a sentence no the only way i commuted the only way i communicated was by opening and closing my left eye that's what everybody told me Mm. i would blink i would blink once for yes Mm -hmm. two for no Mm, okay. That's how everybody said I was communicating. And you see how I am today. Yeah. I was, I was nowhere near this. I was on the way out. Wow. But when I heard that, when I heard that, you know, I wallowed in self-pity for about five or 10 minutes lying in that bed. Yeah. And then I promised myself, I promised myself that if I am, if I am going out, if I'm going to die, I'm going out in a bang and I'm going to chase one more undying goal before I leave. Mm-hmm. And as silly as this may sound, you know, while, while most people should be writing their goodbye letters, mm-hmm. I had this idea to write a blog. <laughs> yes, lay it I on us, man. To, and the reason why I wanted to write a blog uh-huh. was, not for per, was not for personal vanity. Right, right. You see, at that time, I had a, a six-year-old nephew, mm-hmm. a niece that, two nieces that were five and three years old, yes. two brand-new-born twins, mm-hmm. two brand-new-born twins that were just born. And I knew, I knew that there was a chance that I might not see them grow up. And it broke my heart. That blog that you and I are talking about, yeah. which I left behind specifically for my, my, my younger family members, mm-hmm. has trickled across the planet and developed a global readership. <laughs> and that, that, was, that was never the plan. Never, right. never the plan. And three, an online community <laughs> has developed and is walking alongside that blog. You know, it, it's so humbling. It is so, so humbling. But the reason why I share this with you and your viewers is not to brag. It's to show you that it's true what they say. Adversity truly introduces a person to themselves. Yes. And this, this, this trial and tribulation, this adversity-filled trial and tribulation mm-hmm. introduced me into a more stronger, more resilient me. Adversity introduced me to the idea of of not faltering, but just fighting, fighting, fighting. Yes. Adversity introduced me to this brand new inspired idea, a blog to give me purpose, to give me purpose. And adversity (laughs) opened my brain and turned it on as opposed to shutting it down and just giving up. Mm. You know, Aubrey, instead of me lying in my hospital bed, waiting for the coffin to arrive, Mm-hmm. I, I chose, I chose to battle back and give myself something to do, give myself an undying purpose. Yes. And you know what? It's so humbling that today, as we speak, 
I have a monthly blog, which I enter every month on the fifth of every month. Right, right. And sometimes I get behind. I'm human. You know, I get behind right. on the deadline. Yeah, yeah. It happens to us. Life happens. And, yes. And I'll get an inbox from somebody from Indonesia or mm -hmm. India, yeah. Germany, Dominican Republic, mm -hmm. the United States, California, Toronto, emailing me, hey, are you okay? How's your treatment going? <laughs> Yeah, you're behind. Yeah. Normally, you're on time. Yeah, How's they're waiting going? for that next vlog entry, you know? And, and it's so overwhelming to think, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, someone is out there reading this stuff. Mm. And then I've come, to the, I've come to accept, how dare I stop? How dare I stop? How dare I stop putting in that monthly article? Right, right. How dare I stop? And you want to hear something funny? That blog that we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a writer. I'm the most private guy you'll ever meet. Mm -hmm. I'm not a writer at all. I was uploading my very, very first blog sheet. My very first blog sheet. But I was terrified to put it up. I was terrified. Mm -hmm. People to read it, judge it, critique it. I was terrified. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. remember I told you I had that six-year-old nephew? Yeah. That six-year-old nephew saw me at my laptop and he walked up to me and through the eyes of a child, he asked me, Uncle Nelson, what's wrong? And I looked at this six-year-old and I said that I'm having trouble uploading my, my, my blog sheet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he looks at me and he goes, it's easy. All you have to do is press send. So he took his six-year-old finger and he bent over and he pressed the send button. He pressed the send button. He did. Austin. Awesome yeah. Austin. He pressed the send yeah. button. And I was like, mm. yeah. and in a blink of an eye, it was up into cyberspace. So yeah. this blog that everybody's talking about, I can't even, even take credit for. You know, mm. and actually, actually, awesome Austin's right here. Can I introduce Hello. you to him? Sure, absolutely. Hello. Okay, wait, wait, there wait, wait, he wait, is. Wait. Hey, wait. Austin. This, this is Aubrey Johnson. Hey, buddy. How you doing? This is awesome, Austin. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing great. Thank you so much, man. Hey, I want to thank you personally, okay, <laughs> for helping your uncle in realizing the importance of pressing that send button because we may not have known it at the time. The minute you press that send button, that started a complete wave of transformation throughout the globe. And it's because of you, buddy. So I, I understand why he calls you awesome, Austin. So in my book, you're awesome too. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. You're very welcome. No, my pleasure. It's great to meet you, man. Great to meet you too. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go do your homework, my man. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank, Aubrey, th thanks for giving the little guy some, some love. I guess he must hear us talking about him. But the yeah. truth is, I will tell anybody who's willing to listen, I, my rise to whatever you guys want to call it is an accident. Mm. It, it was never my plan. I'm just a guy who got sick, didn't want to give up. Mm -hmm. And instead of writing his goodbye letters, wrote this blog. And as fate would have it, Everything turned around and I was allowed to stay. So that's basically my story. But, but now 
you know, I was living this life as a physiotherapist. I was doing okay. But then I, but then all of a sudden I had to leave that life, go through the fire, right? go through this trial and tribulation, right? a story that I don't want anyone to ever have, but I won. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing that I've taken away from this is mm -hmm. it's such a thin thread. If I never got sick with cancer, I would have never written the positive drip.com. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be functioning in the world the way that I am today. So maybe there is truth in what they say. You know, life happens for you instead of to you. But right. man, when, you, when you're caught up in the thick of things, you're wondering, why'd you put me here? Yeah. But, yeah. but I made it through the other side. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm okay with what happened. Mm -hmm. I'm just glad it was me and, and not any other of my other loved ones. Makes sense. Makes sense. I, I agree 100%, man. I mean, whenever something like this, which nothing like this I have ever encountered, but I was diagnosed with cancer in 2017, um, prostate cancer. And so I had to do what was necessary to get on the other side of that. But, you know, any type of stuff that happens to us like this, we, you know, we, we, we'd rather see it happen to us than a loved one <laughs> because uh, there's a lot of things that are you know out of your control when it happens to a loved one and and sure you know i may not be in control of the progression of the disease if it happens to me but i can control my attitude and my actions right yeah that's that 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 means a lot that that definitely means a lot so um if i could ask um, hopping from hospital to hospital, then you have medical bills, then you have just not being able to work, you know, um, and, and, and in my view, when you have extended times in the hospital and you're going through this, these are things that start to kind of mount, you know, but as a patient, the primary focus is living, right? The, the, the power of the will, brother, the power of the will, just as you decided and made a choice to say, if I'm going to leave this world, I'm going to leave it with a message to my loved ones, okay? And, uh, and so um, I'm thinking, like, how, um, how did you look past or not look past, but how did you just get over the hump of those other things outside of your primary focus of living, but, you know, the bills and, and employment and, and those sorts of things. I mean, from, from a, not how did you, from a resource perspective, but from a mindset perspective, does that make sense? Absolutely. You know, we, we are kind of lucky up here in Canada. We have this thing called OHIP. Mm -hmm. And it allows uh, coverage when you're going through battles like this in the hospitals. Okay. But, but that doesn't erase the fact that there's the financial stress of losing your business. Right. Losing the income. Yes. Losing, having a purpose. Yeah. Losing that. And it takes its toll on you. Then you realize, man, 
what have I got? What do I got? What have I got? Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> and then I'm not going to lie to you. I had a whisper in my ear and it said, if you don't have your health, what have you got? Right. And then I said, fine. I go, I, I know, I know I heard that. I'm the only one in the hospital. I'm the only one in my room. Yeah. Yeah. It was right in this ear. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. haven't got your health, what have you really got? Mm. So then that's when I committed to saying, I'm going to find a way to win. And this is going to sound really silly. Aubrey, have you ever heard of this thing called mental imagery? Uh, or visualization? Visualization, or, I do. Yeah, yeah. Or some people might even call it imagination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, I've right? heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When I was living in those hospitals, I was a prisoner of that hospital. I was a prisoner of my bed. I was a physical prisoner of that place. Yeah. However, however, I refused. I refused to let my brain be a prisoner of that place. I would let my brain roam freely beyond the four walls of that hospital. Yeah. And I would envision myself living a typical Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, going through my patient roster, going through the discussions, going through the arguments. Yeah. I would go through a typical week, hanging out with my friends Mm -hmm. on a Friday night. Mm Mm-hmm you know, trying to figure out how to save the world under the influence of liquid courage. Yes. You know, yes. I would, I would go through these uh, every Monday, Tuesday. I would see myself playing in the softball leagues that I was playing with, with my friends. Yeah. I would see myself visiting my nephew, watching him play basketball. Mm-hmm. I would go through these things. Mm-hmm. I would live these in my mind. Mm-hmm. So that way, even though I was stuck in that hospital, <laughs> I was doing everything I could to trick my subconscious that I was out in the world living instead of in that hospital bed, slowly dying. And I did that every breakfast, every lunch, every dinner before bedtime, every day. That was my mental TV. And I did that every single day. So at the end of my day, my subconscious and my body believed that I was out there and I had lived and gone through what I had gone through a regular bunch of errands, my work, my family life, my personal life, my recreational life. Mm -hmm. I was living it in my brain. You know, I don't know about you, but there we've been hearing for years. There's this mind, body, spirit connection. Yeah. And there's science to back it up. Mm -hmm. But to me, those were just words on a page that meant nothing. But when I got to that point in time, when I was looking for anything to help me win, I was foolish enough to believe in the impossible. And, and I suspended my disbelief long enough, long enough, so that way I could slip the tools of mental imagery, visualization, and imagination into my cancer-battling toolbox. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not an expert in the psychomotor world, but, but I'm here, and I'm still alive. I mean, Aubrey, have you ever played this game called Pac-Man, this video game called Pac-Man? I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, between you and I, we probably lost a lot of quarters playing that game. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, trust me. But, but that, but that Pac-Man game, mm-hmm. it's basically the Pac-Man. The icon walks around the board eating away those dots. Right. Chomp, 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 chomp. That's its purpose. Yeah. In my mind, in that hospital bed, I would envision... I hope your viewers are still with me because <laughs> I would are. envision 
an internal Pac-Man in my body mm. whose job was to gobble up the cancer cells. Mm. Chomp, 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 chomp. I would Very see nice. that in my mind. Like yes. little did I know that the machine that almost bankrupted me as a child would be the thing that might have possibly saved me when I needed it most. Mm. And, and, and as far as imagination goes, remember how I told you how I lost my ability to walk yeah. for about yeah. three years? Mm-hmm. I would imagine myself leaving my house, walking down the street to a Shell gas station, right. buying a Gatorade, making a left, mm-hmm. crossing the street, making another left, walking mm-hmm. all the way back home, mm-hmm. stopping mm-hmm. off at a coffee shop to grab the Danish or something, yeah. and then walking back home. I went through that series every day. Again, breakfast, lunch, dinner, bedtime. And I saw that in my brain. And I saw myself walking unaided. And you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. January 3rd, 2021 was the day that I took my cane and I stuck it by the door. And I said, I am done with you. And then I went out into the world. I took my very first steps completely on my own. January 3rd 2021 and my friends and family got together and we took that mental journey we took that street to the shell gas station we made that left we made that left back we stopped at the coffee shop grabbed a bunch of danishes walked back and i was in tears they go why why are you so upset i'm not i'm happy you don't understand right i've been envisioning this thing for almost four years 1,651 consecutive days. Mm. Amazing. And we did it. We Beautiful. did it. And, and the thing is, I, 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 cannot, I cannot stress the power of the mind because you said it the best when we started talking. Your attitude. You said it. You could control your attitude. And the second I heard you say that, I got excited because I... I couldn't wait to share with you what I had done with my attitude and my mind and how I used it. Yes. And I know you get it. Yes. And, and I'm still here. It worked. Yeah. And, and, and who's, who, who can argue with me? Yeah. And, I mean, and, that's, that's undisputed. You, you can't, you can't dispute that. Right. I mean, um, again, the power of the will you choose to visualize every single day during that time over a thousand, I mean, a lot of days, you know, and you <coughs> visualize it uh, going down the street, walking with your friends, get, going to get a coffee or going to get a Danish and, you know, maybe to the library and so forth. And you're walking, you're doing this. And then after all those days of being that prisoner, physical prisoner, now on the 3rd of January this year, you put that cane down and you physically now take the same walks that you have visually and mentally put yourself in for all those days and now see it come to fruition walking under your own power with your friends taking those true trips from one place to another it's nothing short of amazing yes it is aubrey it 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 really 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 is you know, and uh, I, I'm sure you might have heard this sentence before. 
everything in this world, everything on this planet is born twice. Yeah. Once in the mind mm -hmm. and then once in the world. And mm. the journey that we walked, I had lived in my brain every day <laughs> yes. for almost four years. Mm. And then it became real in the world yeah. on January 3rd, 2021. Yeah. And I became cancer free September 28th, 2018. Beautiful. You know, and congratulations, and, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And, and the reason why I share this story is because you and I and everyone on the planet has a story. And I honestly believe that it's up to us to share our stories of struggle, shortcomings, hurt, pain, loss, yes. and victory and Absolutely. victory. Because our story, our story might be the one thing that'll help someone out there on this planet believe that they can climb out of whatever hole they're currently in. And I've really, really come to embrace that. And, yes. and I, know, I know you have too. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and I'm so grateful that you and I get a chance to share time together so we can light up the planet with this message of hope and victory. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that, Nelson, because I agree 100%. You and I, we are in lockstep. We have a heart for service. We have a heart for just sharing our stories and sharing how we respond to, to our challenges, you know, out to the world so other people can, can, can take it in and listen. And it's one of the two things that I want all of my listeners to know, and I, I remind them of this episode after episode after episode. It's the purpose and the reason why we're, why we're here. We want to help others struggling through dark times because of one, we want to let them know that they are not alone in this fight. They are not alone in this journey. And two, there is always hope, always hope, you know? And so anything that my guests say regarding their journey, I have no doubt resonates with the listeners. It's an amazing, tremendous journey that you have had, Nelson. And a lot of people, depending on their situation and, and overcoming adversities, they have this one defining moment where that is their point of transformation, where they make a choice to do something. Or maybe there's an event that happens that causes that the, 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 the spark of that transformation. For you, it sounded like there were multiple times. So there was the time that you were first given the diagnosis and then you're in your car, you, you break down and then you make a decision tomorrow, the fight starts. And then there's another time when after you were told that you, you better start getting your uh, papers in order, you know, and, and then, you know, five or 10 minutes of crying. And then you decided, hey, if I'm going to go, it's going to be like this. And, and you stayed the course, though. You stayed the course. And to me, as long as that road may seem, um, you are a true testament to all the listeners that it's very important to stay the course and uh, persevere. Um, and, you know, we see the results on the other side, such as yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Absolutely, Thank you. man. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I want to, I want to talk about your, your blog now, and I'd, I'd love to uh, have you share some information about, um, you know, uh, has, has, has your blog taken a turn now that you're cancer free? Um, are you still sending out the same information um, I'm, I'm sure you are, but, um, you know, uh, I would think 
at the time you were going through it, you were going through the chronicle of your experience. And now, um, what are those entries like? Is it more retroactive? Is it uh, lessons learned as you reflected, or um, and 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 you know, and 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 any testaments that you've had from people from around the world who are going through tough times? Feel, please feel free to share as well. <clears throat> well, that blog, that blog, like I told you, and we discussed. Mm-hmm. I wanted to leave nuggets behind for my family members just in case I did exit the planet. Yes. But then now that I'm on the other side, there are major epiphanies that, that, that appear in your life yeah. when you're facing adversity mm-hmm. eye to eye. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. It's funny how we evolve. And from being that physical therapist, I've evolved into some empowerment coach and some kind of resilient expert as I've been affectionately labeled. <laughs> yeah. But it's hilarious and, and, and humbling how, how it's amazing how we have to go through the fire. Yes. And come out on the other side, victorious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to, there's no escaping it. Yeah. For people to want to hear what you finally have to say. Yes. Yes. And, and that blog still is a blog. It, it, it exudes hope. It exudes hope. Mm-hmm. And the idea of things are possible. Yes. But it's evolved into a, <laughs> into a coaching program for youths. Great. It's turned into a, like a, like, you know, this youths, young adults, and kids are maybe 40% of the population. But right. the truth is they are 100% the future of this planet. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. And, and I would like to contribute to them and hopefully make this world a better place because I was in it. And yes. a course in a program that we offer is a signature online course that is a high-performance students program, a high-performance student program. And why do we do it is if we can create a high performance student, it can translate and become a high performance adult, a high performance employee, a high performance business owner, a high performance human being. Now, wouldn't that be amazing if every person to the right, to the left, to the front behind you was vibrating at their very, very, very best. I know, I know it sounds really idealistic and my head is in the clouds, but at the same time, Look what I've already gone through. Mm-hmm. How dare I doubt it's not possible? That's right. That's right. And, 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 you know, if you don't mind me saying, I truly believe your work on this earth is not yet done. God has a plan for you and you are doing that plan. He's working through you. And that is the purpose that you are serving. So, any doubts you may have had in the past regarding purpose, that's out the window. You're rock solid, both feet firm on the ground, knowing what your purpose is. And, 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 and people are reaping the benefits of your purpose because you are reaching out to them with stories that are so relatable and you know very devastating as well. But it, it has a great ending, okay? It has a great conclusion and even though it has a great conclusion, guess what? It's still not over yet. 
it's still not over yet. And that's, that is, that is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And to help and serve others and uplift others struggling. Well, you know, that's just some of the good stuff that makes life worth living. Absolutely. You, you, you and I are living proof of this mantra, you know, and, and I applaud you for you using your life, you using your voice, you using your time, doing what you do. And I am so proud to be a part of your mission. I, re- I really, really am. I really am. And I thank you for having me on this. Oh, no. Likewise, we reciprocate. I want to thank you for coming on the show, sharing your story, being transparent, and, and, and providing great insight on your, what you reflected to our listeners. I really, really appreciate it, Nelson. Nelson Beltiar, everyone. We're about to get started on a segment I like to call Three for the Road. Now, Nelson, in Three for the Road, I'm going to ask you three random yet thought-provoking questions that I challenge you to answer in five words or less. So what do you say? You think you'll be up for it? Let's, why not? What, what have I got to lose? What have you got to lose? Nothing at all. <clears throat> all right. Yeah, I think you'll knock this out of the park anyway, man. So three for the road. No, question number one to start us off. In your life's journey, name one thing you know without a doubt that you got right, that you got it right. Where I am today, my purpose. Love it. Love it. You know that's right. There's no doubt. Undisputed. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Uh, The other two, I think, are fairly easy. (laughs) <laughs> you may even be asked, have been asked these before, but I try to make my questions unique. All right, number two, what is your very first thought when you wake up and step out of bed? Well, that's <laughs> no problem. <clears throat> Thank you, God, for giving me another day to live. Beautiful. And let me finish if I mm-hmm. can. Yeah, Thank you, do. God, for giving me another day to live. Let me fulfill your will with the gifts you've given me. And please protect my friends, my family, and myself from all danger, sickness, and evil. In Jesus' name, let's go to work. And that's Wonderful. how I start every day. Wonderful. Beautiful start. Great start. I mean, and, 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 and that's a start, man, that how can you not have an uplifting day when you start like that, right? <laughs> all right. Fantastic. And number three to the Top us off for three for the road. What is your very last thought before you drift to sleep? Thank you for everything, dad. Wonderful, wonderful. Man, uh, a lot of humility, a lot of gratefulness. Um, I feel that energy coming from you in our conversation, Nelson. Um, one thing that I uh, try to talk about and share with my listeners is something I call the Roads Rediscovery Four Cornerstones for Growth. All right. And those four cornerstones are humility, gratitude, self awareness, and service to others. And my friend, you encompass all four of those cornerstones. So I want to thank you again for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Pleasure's all mine, Aubrey. God bless you, my friend. Oh, God bless you as well. So Nelson, 
how can the listeners learn more about you and connect with you and just see some of the amazing uh, uh, entries that you have chronicling, you know, your, your, your challenges and so forth in, uh, in, in your blog? Well, this, to your audience, mm-hmm. I just want to say, if, if you're someone out there that's, that's looking to achieve that next level of personal achievement, mm-hmm. but don't know how to get there, you know, I urge you, I urge you to contact me. I urge you contact me today today and together <laughs> together we will we will find a way to conquer and climb your mountain of perceived cancer and paralyzing impossibilities and i want you to know this and i'm talking to you directly wherever you are you might be driving you might be sleeping you might be at home having your favorite drink god made no junk and with the help of almighty god one person one person can truly make a difference you Amen. That's exactly right. 100%, man. And that's a great, great, powerful reminder that you have uh, given to the listeners. So, um, man, I really appreciate you for doing that again, brother. I really do. All right. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. And please, a quick reminder, if you could just please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Lipson, anywhere you listen to your shows, uh, you can find The Road to Rediscovery. And also, and more importantly, if you have a loved one or know someone who is going through a really, really hard time and they seem to be at the end of their rope and don't think that there's any hope at all, I would greatly appreciate if you share this show with them. Please do. All right. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. The Road to Rediscovery. It's a movement, a revolution. And guess what? You are now part of it. We're all roadies on this journey of life. And it sure feels good having you on the road with me. Thanks again for listening. Chat again soon. The Road to Rediscovery is an A.J. Shark production.